0: So glad you could join us for the mornings at YCBC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you, and helps you grow in your walk with Him. So let's get into the word.
1: Uh, so, we're going to be blessed to jump into God's word this morning. Uh, Veronica is going to read the word for us, and so thank you for, for reading this morning, Veronica.
0: Today's reading is Colossians 3 12 to 17. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. or deed do it in all the name of do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ giving thanks to
1: God the Father through him well thank you Veronica for reading God's word for us this morning uh and so in that reading in Colossians 3 12 to 17 twice we're reminded to be thankful uh and it's not just that in Colossians. Colossians, uh, the Apostle Paul who wrote it says, be thankful or give thanks over and over again. In in verse in chapter 2, verse 7, he says that we should be overflowing with thankfulness. In, in Colossians 4, 2, a little bit later, he says again to be thankful. Uh, and so it's Mother's Day. Uh, and we want to say happy Mother's Day. Day to all the beautiful mums and spiritual mums in our church family uh, that, that nurture and care for us and bless us. We want to say thanks. And, and so we've actually got a short little video uh, from some of the, the children of the mothers in the church family. They're not all part of the family, these children, the local church family, but their mothers all are. And so uh, we're just going to play this short clip to say thanks, Mum.
0: Thank you, Mum. We love you. We love you, Mummy! Thank you, Mum. I hope you're having a lovely Mother's Day. Um, on Mother's Day, we have a special surprise for you. Um, um, have a Mother's Day. <laughs> and Lily? Thank you, God. Say thank you, Mum. Thank you, Mum, for my little daddy. Anything else you're thankful for? That's it. Okay. Oh, thanks, Mum. Thanks, Thanks, Mum. Happy Mother's Day.
1: Thanks for all your support. We love you.
0: We love you heaps. Happy
1: Mother's Day, Mum. We We love you so much.
0: Thanks, Mum. You're awesome. awesome. We love you, you, Mum. Bye. Bye. Thanks, mom. Um, thank you for looking after us and when Dad's not here to put us to bed, you put us to bed. Elliot, your turn. It's things to it be us food. it play games, it's art. Thanks for going out of your way to get food and other things for us when you're doing your work.
1: Thanks, you.
0: You're the best um, at everything. Hey. Oh,
1: thanks, mum. So we do want to say thanks, mum. We we should be thankful for the mothers in our lives. So I want to say thanks to my mum. Uh, I know she watches this. You know why? Because she's my mum. Uh, she does her normal, uh, her local church. Uh, they're doing a live stream, and then probably on the next day, mum and dad uh, will be watching this. So thanks mum we, we should be thankful for the mothers in our life but we often take them for granted even if our mothers were absent or even if we didn't have a great mother they at least gave us life uh, that our mothers were at the very least and, and most of them are so much more than this but our mothers at the very least were the ones uh the the crucible in which God our Father knit and wove us together. And so at the very, very least, we owe a thanks to our mothers for our life. But most of our mothers are are so much more than that, but yet we we tend to take them for granted. And some of you might say, well, I I don't like my life. I, I, I wish that my mother didn't give birth to me. Well, then I just want to encourage you to trust in the Lord and just wait because you might not be having a great time of it right now, but just wait. The the scripture says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has in store for those who trust in him. See, our entrance into this life is, I guess in a sense, the prerequisite to our entrance into eternal glory with God. And so most of us, many of us have had wonderful mothers, but but even for those who who haven't, we we owe a thanks to our mums and i just want to encourage you to speak that out now whether you've had a great mother or or not a great mother to speak out a thanks to god or if your mother's in the room or you can text them say thanks to Mum. but let's say out loud thanks god for my mother i really feel this morning this isn't the sermon it's not so much about mothers but i really feel this morning and i know we're pre-recording this and 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 i'm glad that the spirit transcends space and time but i really feel this morning that god wants to heal some of the wounds in some of our hearts around our mother issues and, and so part of that is is i think just speaking out those words thank you god for my mum. We don't, we don't have to uh, you know, list the things, the buts, the ifs, the whats. God, God wants to heal that, spaces, that space in our life. But, but let's just speak out now. Let's text our mums. Let's, let's comment this morning in the room, I mean. You don't have to put this in the chat. But let's just thank God for our mothers. I think in that there, there's healing for some of us this morning. Uh, and so I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray, and then we're going to get into what the actual message is this morning. And so, Father, I pray that that where there is wounds or gaps or voids in our heart associated with mothers, and I pray for those this morning that have had great mums but lost their mothers, that they, they, they've passed away or or, or whatever it is. I, I pray for those that have some brokenness, some wound in their heart this morning, around the issue of motherhood. And and we speak out to you, God, we thank you for our mothers. We thank you that they gave us life. and And if that's all they did for us, we thank you for that, Lord. But we thank you that the norm for most of us, for many of us, is that our mothers have nurtured us so much beyond that initial giving of life. And so we thank you, Lord, this morning for the care that you have given us through our mothers. And we speak out a great thanks for our mothers this morning. And we pray that in doing so, you would heal our hearts where there's been a lack or a wounding. Mm, In Jesus' name. And so we thank God for our mothers. It's something that we we should be thankful for all the time is is that God gave us mothers. but, But as I said, so often we take our mothers for granted. In fact, it's not just our mothers we take for granted. We have a habit of taking things for granted and we're in a season of our life where, where we're realizing how much we actually have taken for granted this uh, restrictions that the COVID-19 situation ha, has, has really uh, helped to open many of our eyes around how much of life and life's blessings we've simply taken for granted There's a whole bunch of things that we can't do at the moment and we now realize how much we should have been thankful for them. Our jobs, some people have lost jobs and and they were jobs they've taken for granted. Some people have lost jobs that they may have said at some point, oh, I hate this job. But now they wish they had it back. Many of us took schools for granted And we're realising now how thankful we should have been. Teachers were taken for granted. Teachers were sometimes considered by so many of us to be the problem. We're now realising how thankful we should have been all along. Gathering physically for worship is something that, that too many of us have taken for granted and now we're realising that we can't do it. Yes, we're thankful that we can gather and worship together online like this. What a, what a blessing we have in this season to be able to do this. But, but we're realising how much perhaps we took gathering physically for granted. That, that we didn't consider it a priority and now that we can't do that, we're realising we should have been so thankful for that. Bars, cafes, restaurants that we used to just think, oh, let's pop down to the cafe for a coffee or to the pub for a beer and, and now we can't do that and we're, we're realising we should have been so appreciative of it. Playgrounds, libraries, travel, and not just even interstate travel, uh, international travel, but, but just been able to drive a few towns over to visit friends. We can't do that at the moment and, and we're realising we should have been so thankful for that we took all of these things for granted and more and, and there's also this other list of things that uh we're so thankful for right now because they're making life so much easier than it could be if we weren't uh didn't have these things in this situation i'm talking about stable government you know you might be left leaning right leaning you, you might be labor liberal or, or or one of the many other parties but but this is not a political statement one way or the other, but I am so thankful right now that we live in a country with stable government and, and that they've been largely working together for the good of our nation. I'm thankful for the internet. I never kind of realised how, how, how amazingly uh, important it could be in our lives. I thought it was just a, a side thing and, and usually it should be, I guess, but, but how much thanks should we have for the internet in this day and age? I'm thankful uh, and we're realising how thankful we should be for God's glorious creation, H- how, how we can just go outside and, and, I, and I feel like in this season at least in Australia when we've been, uh, lockdown's the wrong word but, but we've been kind of restricted in where we could go just, just stepping outside our door and saying oh wow, this place is beautiful. God's creation uh, we're realizing how thankful we should be for family and for relationships and friends that there's these things we can't do that we're realizing we should have been thankful for there's all these things that that are critical and important in this season that we took for granted before we so often take so much for granted there's um I've often heard it and I don't know where the, the data comes from but they say that when someone gets a pay rise it boosts their happiness for, for, for a few days or a few weeks but it doesn't take long before that plateaus back to how, how they were feeling before. It's this sense of when something's new or different we might be thankful for it but, but it doesn't take long for us to take it for granted. Uh, We're blessed now to to live uh, close to the Yass Gorge and and the Yass Riverbank Walk, which is a beautiful place to go walking and I've never seen it crawling with so many people. It's always been there, but in this season so many people are discovering that there's this beautiful place to be right in the middle of our town. Yes, it's rained and and it's looking better than it was before, but it's always been there. But now we're realising that right on our doorstep is something that we should be so thankful for. Um, I happened to go for a run yesterday uh, around the Riverbank Park uh, and I was running along um, and I've recently had conversations with Carl, jokingly somewhat, uh, that we can't do any side camera shots because it reveals more of me um, than I would appreciate. Uh, And so I was running around the river thinking, I'm not feeling very fit. It's been a few weeks since I've had a run. I'm I'm feeling overweight. I, I wish I was 20 kilos lighter than I was. And I'm running you know grumbling in my head about that and as i run past an older gentleman he was heading the opposite direction i wasn't running him down he says as i run past gee i wish i was that fit and, and it just struck me that i'm about to preach about thankfulness and i have my health and and at least a moderate degree of fitness to be so thankful for yet i'd taken it for granted And so I want us to see that this season in many ways is a gift. It's an opportunity to embrace the gift of thankfulness. This is a challenging season and I don't want to minimize the pain of of those who have lost jobs, those who have lost loved ones, those who have lost lives. I I don't want to minimize the pain of those who are unwell and, and, and this season is challenging. But in the midst of all of that, there's a gift And one of those gifts is the opportunity right now to become thankful, to not take things for granted, to not let our level of gratitude and awareness of the things that we should be so grateful for to to simmer down to the status quo. And the reality is for followers of Jesus Christ, we are called to be thankful. We're not called to take things for granted. We're not called to be people who, who, who just... Kind of like, man, it's, it's, yeah, I guess it's okay. Or, or or just let things become unappreciated. We're called to be a thankful people. In Colossians 3.15 that Veronica read for us before, it, it, it says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, and it's talking about the church being the body of Christ there, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful Uh, later on in colossians 4 2 as i mentioned the apostle paul reminds the church again to be thankful he says devote yourself to prayer being watchful and thankful it's actually quite common that in these little summary verses of how we're meant to behave and and devote ourselves to to Jesus as followers of him that thankful be thankful thankfulness thanksgiving shows up in ephesians uh, chapter 5 the Apostle Paul says this in verse 19 to 20. He says, Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so the Apostle Paul says, As followers of Jesus, we should be always giving thanks for everything always everything um being the the deep greek scholar that i am i I looked up these words and i can tell you that the word for always means always and the word for everything means everything there's no nuance here as followers of jesus we're called to always be giving thanks for everything Uh, James, the brother of Jesus, in an earthly sense, said that every good and perfect gift comes from God. What that means is that every single thing in our life that is good, that is a blessing, is a gift from God. It's a gift from God for us to be thankful for. And so I wonder, when was the last time we thanked God that the sun rose in the morning i don't mean that there was a beautiful sunrise and today it was beautiful thank you god for that i mean when was the last time we thanked god that it just actually rose when was the last time we, we gave god a great thanks and praise for our morning coffee when was the last time that we thanked god that we had a roof over our head any kind of roof when was the last time we thanked god for the color of the sky when was the last time you thanked God for your car? I've got an old Mazda 3 that uh, has just clocked up over 350,000 kilometres. It's had a new battery. Uh, apparently it needs a new starter motor now. And, and, um, it, so it's not flash. But I thank God for that car because I didn't have to walk to the church building this morning. I admit it's not far to walk, I probably could have done it. But there's other places I go in that car that that would have been too far to walk and and even though it's not flash and fancy, it's such a good gift from God that I've been blessed to have that car. We should be thankful always for everything. But not just that, uh, in 1 Thessalonians, the Apostle Paul also writes about thankfulness. In, in chapter 5 of 1 Thessalonians, verses 16 to 18, the Apostle Paul says this, he says, Give thanks in all circumstances. Sorry, I, I skipped a couple of verses there. They're long ones. I'll go back and read them. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And so not are we only called to be thankful at all times for everything? We're called to be thankful in all circumstances. Uh, the literal meaning that the word "circumstances" isn't there in the original Greek text. It's, it's an explanatory thing they've put in the English to help us understand what is meant. But but literally, we're called to be thankful in everything in all circumstances Uh, the greek word is actually the, the root word of all this thankfulness is eucharistio which literally means thankful for god's good grace and so the thing is that god's grace is present with you in every circumstance in everything god is present with you his grace is present with you and so even in the worst moments of our life we we can be thankful It doesn't mean that we have to be happy in every circumstance. We're filled with this inner joy that comes from Jesus, but it's not that every circumstance has to be fun or we can float above it like an ephemeral cloud. What it's saying is that in every circumstance, even the worst moments of your life, you can be thankful because God's grace is with you. Uh, The scripture says that God's grace is with us. He is with us to help us in our time of need. He gives us grace for our time of need. And so even in the the hardest moments, we can be thankful for God. We can be thankful to God. Here, uh, the Apostle Paul also says that thankfulness is God's will for us. It's not just a calling. It's God's purpose over your life and my life that we would be thankful people. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. It is God's will for you that you would be a thankful person. It's not God's will for us as followers of Jesus that we be chief grumblers, complainers, uh, criticizers, the negative nellies of the world. It is God's will for us that we would be thankful Thankful for every good gift, all the time, in every circumstance. We're called to be thankful. Last week we spoke about uh, focusing on on our, on our thinking and what are we thinking about. And, and, and part of that I talked about, uh, it's important that we do think about what we're thinking about. Uh, because part of the way God transforms us and renews us is by the renewing of our mind. And so that being thankful or, or expressing gratitude is one of the key ways in which our mind is renewed and restored. In, in Colossians 3.15 and, and Philippians six, this idea of thankfulness is connected with the idea of peace. And, and so thankfulness is one of the key ways that we experience peace as followers of Jesus. Uh, but uh, it's not just the scriptures that that say being thankful actually helps us it's it's uh well reported on in in science uh in scientific studies that that gratitude has such a positive effect on ourselves in a sense we can be thankful for thankfulness uh, some of the things that that scientists talk about the impacts of of gratitude and I and I have to give a disclaimer I've not read all of the studies uh that say this um and so um, you can do your own research. But some of the things that, that they they say that gratitude does in us, that thankful does in us, is that it improves both our physical and psychological health. That gratitude actually helps us sleep better. Uh, that those who intentionally are grateful have improved relationships, better self-esteem, uh, improved resilience. Uh, gratefulness increases our happiness and experience of positive emotions. Thankfulness Uh, increases our optimism. Those who are more thankful are more generous. Those who are thankful or those who uh, express gratitude have reduced depression. Those who uh, express gratitude have reduced blood pressure. Again, I haven't read all those studies. uh, I'm not trying to do a a scientific uh, exploration this morning, but, but what I'm trying to say is that thankfulness is good for us. Thankfulness renews our mind, but it goes beyond our mind to our whole being that that if we're called for thankfulness, if we're created for thankfulness, it makes sense that when we align with God's will for us in thankfulness, that it's good for us. When we are thankful, it benefits us, it renews the mind, it's our calling. But here's the thing. Here's the thing I want to get to about thankfulness. Thankful is a verb. Now we're thankful for our teachers and so before our teachers uh, who who are participating this morning start jumping up and down and getting too upset, I know that thankful is an adjective. I know that because I looked it up. But in the original Greek the words used... Here in these passages to talk about thankfulness are a form of that Eucharistio word that are a verb. And if they're not, the, the, the word be or the equivalent of the word be is put before it to make the phrase a word. Be thankful. Actually, I was originally just going to call this message Thankful and, and Alex, who does our graphics, I sent it off to her and said, yep, this is the passage I'm talking about. I'm going to call it Thankful uh, and, and she looked at different images and she came back with this one and it said, be thankful. And so I said, oh, well, I'm okay, be thankful, thankful, it works either way and, and she said, well, it, it looks better with the way the text is, is done. But I want to say, actually, it looks better because that's the truth. The message of the scripture isn't thankful as in an attitude of the heart or or just a thankful thought in the mind. The message of the scripture is be thankful. It's an action. Obviously, it begins with an attitude and a thought in the mind, but but to be thankful in the way that the Apostle Paul, that that the scriptures are calling us, that is God's will for us, is is to engage in thankfulness as an action. An action, I believe, that involves significantly speaking out our thanks. See, it's it's not just an attitude, it's not just feeling thankful. For example, for our mums, it's not just feeling thankful for them. It's telling them that we are. It's thanking God for them. It's not just an inner thought, it's an action. And so the primary way that we are called to be thankful is with our voice. I'm not saying that's the only way you might be able to do a thankful dance. I'll spare you my thankful dance this morning. but, But what I'm getting to The thing about thankfulness is that it's an action. We're not just called to have a thankful attitude at all times for all things in every circumstance. We're called to speak out our thanks at all times for all things in all circumstances, To give it voice, to speak out our praise to God in thanks. And so this present season has given us an opportunity for a thankful attitude as i said to realize that there were things that we can't do at the moment that that we now realize we should have been thankful for that there, there are things that that are sustaining us and, and making this season so much easier uh, than it would have been if we didn't have them that that we should be thankful for this season gives us that opportunity for a thankful attitude for thankful feelings That the thing I want to get us to this morning, the thing I want you to embrace this morning, is to begin or to increase giving that thankfulness voice. To thank those around us for the contribution they make to our life. To give God thanks for everything. To speak it out to Him. Uh, before we come to a close and i promise we are coming to a close i I just want to jump into to one final thing before we return to worship and and singing out our thanks um in in the psalms there's many psalms about thankfulness and in psalm 95 verse 2 one and two actually We're told this about thankfulness. Uh, the psalmist calls us with these words, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. And, and then in Psalm 100 verse 4, just one final verse this morning. The psalmist here says this Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. And so what I want us to grab is is that we're called to enter with thanksgiving. Uh, we're called to come before him with thanksgiving. Even in Philippians 4.6, uh, it, it associates this idea of, of, of not being anxious about anything, but, but in everything, and it's talking about prayers and petitions and supplications, and, but it says with thanksgiving. And so we're called to enter into God's presence with thanksgiving. Not grumbling, not complaining, not bitterness. And, and so I confess how often I've come to God and, and what's led me to his presence is a complaint. That I've been driven towards God and towards prayer or or towards seeking his presence because there's something wrong and I want to petition and I want to supplicate and I want to present requests and, and so I begin there and I, and, I, and I come before him with that, oh God, I need X, Y and Z. But the psalmist would encourage us and Paul affirms in Philippians 4.6 that, that we should come in with thanksgiving. Of, of course I want to encourage you that, that we can come to God as we are. Jesus is the door. We carry what we carry. But at the same time I want to encourage you to see thanksgiving as a kind of doorway. Thanksgiving as a, as a way of entering into God's presence and, and participating in relationship with Him to, to choose Thanksgiving. There's always going to be the petitions, the requests, the supplications, the, the things that we need from God because we are completely and utterly dependent upon Him. And, and the scripture calls us in this verse, Philippians 4, 6, to, to come before Him with that. But I want to encourage us this morning to enter in with Thanksgiving. Don't let bitterness, offence, disappointment be the door you walk through. Of course, we're going to bring all of that to God. He's going to heal us. He's going to set us free from, from those things. But let's enter in through the doorway of thanksgiving as we come into his presence. And so what we're going to do now is we, we're going to worship God in song. But But before we get to any words, before we get to... Any, any singing of words that are on the screen, what I, what I really want to encourage you to do this morning is to give voice, to give expression to what you're thankful for. Don't let it just be an attitude of the heart, but, but speak out your thanks, speak out your praise. And so as Eliza begins to play, I want to encourage us to be thankful. Thankful right now right in this moment what are you thankful for there's other people in the room where you are right now speak out to them what you're thankful say it for say i'm thankful for this i'm thankful for that i'm thankful to god for this i'm thankful for that i'm thankful to you for this if you're alone then i encourage you to do exactly the same thing speak out your thanks to god if, if God puts something on your heart that you're thankful for and you can text that person, then, then let's do that this morning. Let's blow up our chat on Facebook and YouTube with expressions of thanks. Put in the chat what you're thankful for as, as Eliza plays. Give God thanks again as it's Mother's Day. Give God thanks for your mum. And so this morning I've already said thanks to mum, but I want to give thanks to my mum, Robin Barber. Not only did she give me life but she nurtured me, she cared for me she was uh, an example to me of God's constant loving presence. So I thank you God for my mom. Father we thank you for the sunshine and the rain. We thank you for our church we Thank you for stable government in this nation. We pray that you would give them wisdom as they continue. We thank you for our friends and family. We thank you for the internet. We thank you that cases of COVID-19 have been reduced in this country. And we pray that that would remain. We thank you for the opportunity to gather together physically for worship when it comes. And Father, as I step off the stage now and as we continue to to just be thankful for a moment before we we sing a song of praise to you, I I pray that your Holy Spirit would stir in each of our hearts. I pray that you would stir up, Father, by the Spirit in each of our hearts an attitude of thankfulness, feelings of thankfulness, thoughts of thankfulness. But I pray that it will be, as Jeremiah said about your word, that we couldn't contain it. That we would not be able to hold in the expression of giving thanks to who you are. Thanks for every good gift that you've given us. Giving thanks all of the time. Giving thanks in every circumstance. Stir up a thankfulness. And as we give thanks this morning, Father, I pray that that would be a gateway into your presence. We thank you that you are always present with us, but I pray that as we give thanks this morning, that it would be a a gateway, a doorway, and entering into your tangible presence as we worship you in song one more time. We're so thankful. Lord. Amen.